there are men who will have to crowdsource an opinion on clutch cargo. There are men who will have to Google Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. And then there's Doug Bost and Adam Bernstein. Two men who should have better things to do, but aren't doing them right now. These are two grown-ass men. With special guest grown-ass woman, Carolyn Baumler-Bost. Grown-ass men. She's an actor, she's an actor, and that's not all she knows. She's an actor, she comes from Buffalo. Broadway star of stage and screen, We've got a special guest tonight. Oh, do We've tell. Got, yes, we do. It's a not just. Guest. Not, of course, you like hearing, you know, Adam and Doug talk. You like those voices. <laughs> it's always nice to have another voice. Uh, the lovely and talented. We've been waiting to, for the right moment to actually uh, have her as a special guest. Uh, the lovely and talented Carolyn Bost is our special uh, Hello. grown-ass yeah. woman. I checked out your IMDb. <laughs> To do my research and also Googled you and saw your images. You Googled me. I Googled you, yeah. There were She's a lot Googleable. of images. Absolutely. A lot of images. Yeah. It's good. You've, you've done a lot, but you're here for a specific reason. Do you know why that is? I do. Besides, you've been dying to be on the show. <laughs> yes, I have been dying to be on the show. Carolyn Boss, uh, my uh, lovely spouse, here uh, today to talk to us about Iron Fist. All right, so right away I'm going to get... I have a bone to pick with you. All right. We've been doing these podcasts for like two years. Yeah. Right? We're almost up... Uh, the 50th podcast is coming up soon. We're getting close. Ooh. I know you did Iron Fist, the series that's coming out on Netflix, and I know nothing about it. Like, and I like see you fairly <laughs> regularly. Yep. Like... Spill the beans. Okay, well, I, I, I can explain because I, as Doug knows, I am nothing if not um, a rule follower. Okay. <laughs> and uh, when I when I auditioned for it, I had to sign an an NDA, and so I got very when I you know when I first auditioned, I was nervous just about the NDA and then when I got it I had to sign another one and when I shot it they um, they wouldn't even call it Iron Fist they called it Kick she got this uh, script to audition she got this the script sides. yeah the sides to uh, for the audition and she said it's a Netflix series it's called Kick and I was like oh it sounds like Iron Fist right and she's like no it's called Kick and it's about this guy. It's, it, I'm, I'm auditioning for a mom, and it's a kid and a 
mom and a dad, and they're flying in a plane. And I was like, that's Iron Fist. They're, they're going <laughs> right, as Danny right. Rand is the kid. She's like, no, that's not the name. And I was like, that's going to change the name. That's what Oh, that was the other be. thing is they all the names were, um, the names that were in the sides were then were not the names that were in the actual. Wow. Uh, when we actually did it, they were like, oh, your character name is actually this. Now. Yeah, that's how secretive they were, is that they, they wouldn't even give you that's crazy. character names. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could really, I mean, maybe you can relate because you've been with Doug forever and he's so, <laughs> you know, incredible big comic book fan. But, like, the fact that these characters are becoming, you know, TV shows is so huge. Like, I've been into Iron Fist since it came out in yeah. 74. Yeah. Right. Like, I bought Marvel yeah. for mere 15 when it came out. Yeah. And now, all these years later, Carolyn doesn't even know who he is, and she's <laughs> playing a role in the Netflix series. Right. Now, Carolyn uh, is a, 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 an actor, clearly. She's done a lot of stuff. She's done a lot of TV. She's done a lot of theater. She's understudying in a Broadway show right now. She's understudying in The Price on right. Broadway. Right, huge, uh, fantastic. But you, uh, this is the only Netflix show that you've ever done, right? Yes, this is my first one. And you auditioned for another role in addition to this. I did. Oh, I did. I auditioned for Daniel Rand's mother. Oh, I thought that was the role that you played in no, this one. No, that is not what I ended up getting. I, oh. that, but that audition was just, I just went on tape for it. Okay, what character are you playing? I'm playing the mother of a boy who is, who's dying of cancer. Uh -huh. And it's due to something that Rand Industries has been doing. Okay. I, you know, you and I have read Iron Fist. Yeah. But I think for okay. the first time this week... Yes. Carolyn has actually read the comics. All right. Even when she did the show, she didn't read the comics. She just, you know, read her scenes. What did you read? Like, I, well, I read the two, the two that you gave the me. The two origin issues. Yeah, the Marvel two origin issues. Fifteen and sixteen. Yep. Which, and again, like I, you know, I guess I'm not really, I'm not supposed to give any any spoilers or anything. I don't really know any spoilers, but right. because even when I auditioned for the other character, I was also only given those the scene yeah and um but i can tell you that i believe the the origin story that they're going to depict is different than the one than the, the, the or, original than the yeah. marvel origin story oh okay well, that's interesting so so what did you think well we i have a question for you comic book guru yes, experts. we're ready for Freaks. it we want Which, questions the thing that struck me the most yes. it, and maybe this has done a lot in comics but i hadn't experienced it is that the the narration is in second person yeah hmm. is that you are often this, done? you, you are, are this yeah. i mean i've only seen that in bright lights big city oh wow okay <laughs> so um it gets done every once in a while there's a there's a few really? comics that do that um, it's a, you know, it's a real style. Like, uh, I think sometimes Shang-Chi comics might do that. Might take it a could different be a sort martial of point of view. arts thing that they well, trying to shift. But Man Thing does told. it too. Right, Man Thing. Man does Thing it too. does like a you are this and you are that. I thought it was a very clever way to really draw the reader in because as soon as you start reading, you 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 immediately put yourself into mm -hmm. the main characters experience and and struggle so mm -hmm. it 
you know, whereas I might be like, oh, I don't, I don't really have anything in common with this person. I immediately sort of f- felt like, oh, I can identify because they're, they're already they're talking getting to me. into yeah. my head and talking to me like that. So mm-hmm. I like that. I wonder if there's a, if there's a way to, for them to do that in a TV series. I don't know. Well, they could have narration. I mean, they, I wonder, none of the other Netflix series have narration. But yeah. No. I wonder if they would do something like that yeah. and make it make this Iron Fist stand out a little bit. That would be kind of cool. It would be. Cause it I, seems like they're trying to keep them uniform, though, with Jessica Jones and Luke Cage mm-hmm. and Daredevil because they're going to be the defenders. Yeah, there is the, the, the crossover that's happening, which yeah. is kind of exciting. Although, um, for actors, it's apparently also a... It's a... It's a two-edged sword because if you get in one of the series, because that world, those worlds are all going to collide. With Law and Orders, you can, as you've seen over the years, many many actors do multiple, multiple, multiple um, Law and right. Orders. And but with apparently with the Netflix series and all the Marvel series, you know, once you play one character, that's it. You're not going to get to then play a different character in like Jessica Jones or in right. like unless a, you're Chris Evans and you get to play Johnny Storm and right. Captain America well, okay. right. but that's Chris Evans <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I mean but well that's interesting to note yeah but uh anyway I was thinking just a, a little background is that I guess Marvel was trying to cash in once again on the Marvel on the you know uh, Bruce Lee kung fu craze this was in 1973 right right well that's when master of kung fu came out was 73 i guess uh it was probably around that time that the kung fu show with david carradine do you know that show oh yeah i do actually we have to do an episode because yeah. uh, i've been thinking right. about it my well, since before we've been doing this that'll podcast. be interesting research because i have to admit i've never seen oh a my God. whole episode of kung fu oh! in my life you are gonna flip. I feel like, da- like my brother Dave may have watched that because I, I believe it. You I, are gonna flip. Yeah. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. All right. It's so amazing. But anyway, so you're having all this karate kung fu stuff, and they decided, let's. Roy Thomas and Gil Kane decided to make this character. You know, let's cash in on this craze, and they had this book, Deadly Hands of Kung Fu which uh, I think some of the early Iron Fist stories are in, you know. And for Marvel, they had already done Shang-Chi as a character, right? right? So they already had the Master of Kung Fu comics out there, and they decided to do Iron Fist because one of the reasons, not they thought they could sell more comics, but also they wanted to uh, have more fighting because Shang-Chi is kind of very philosophical mm-hmm. and it's very you know it's very heady all those comics and and what shang chi wants to do it's you know he's a man of peace and everything like that yeah and so they thought what if we make a comic that's really much more about the action yeah and so there's a lot of when you read these um the early iron fist comics like the first i read the first three marvel was it marvel premiere yeah first three marvel premieres and the first two are the origin and the third one is he goes to get revenge on the guy who killed his father. And it is just fighting. The whole book yeah. is, there's nothing happens. There's no plot at all. Like he just fights one machine or a character or a thing. Like, like it's just, they decided to make the whole book about fighting. Right. 
I just remember that. So Danny Rand was a kid. He climbs up the some crazy mountain with his father and his mother and the guy who shares a business with his father. The guy who shares a business with his father is in love with Danny Rand's mother. Danny Rand's father trips. He and his partner help steps on his hand and he falls off the mountain. And <laughs> that's bad he dies. And you know, and then the mother is killed, trying to well, say. Well, the mother. You know, the the thing with the mother, I, I found that really fascinating. Was that she sacrifices herself to the, yeah. the they see, um, the the magical city of Kunlun, right? Kunlun, yeah. Kunlun. Um, and they're like on a. They're like on a bridge. They're being chased by yeah. wolves. They're on a on the bridge, and yeah. like ju- he just has to get across the bridge, and she makes the split second decision that they're not going to make it unless she goes back and you know kind of sacrifices herself to the wolves to let her son go. I kept thinking, you know, oh, come on, aren't the what about all the incredible martial art artists of the, who are in the city like? Couldn't they? Couldn't one or two of them run out? Or you know, like, aren't there any arrows that they could, you know? Yeah. Well, then they do come out, right? But they don't come out in time to they, save yeah, her. Yeah, they don't say they don't come out yeah. in time to save her. It seems like they're just interested in the kid, so he All can right. become like the Dalai Lama. Now, can I ask you this? <laughs> I mean, maybe weird. you don't want to get into this, but um, any talk about the appropriation of martial arts from the Asian culture to, you know, because Danny Rand is clearly white, yeah. and his whole family is. You know, white, and I'm. I'm wonder. That's one thing I'm wondering. I don't have any information, but I'm wondering how they're going to handle that in the in the series because uh, I don't. Well, I feel like, the guy who's playing him is white. Well, he, yeah. yeah, he is. So, and a lot of people were upset about that. Yeah, I think because they were like, "All right, take some liberties and maybe make him Asian." But yeah. there is going to be a Shang Chi character I heard coming in this. Is there? appearance? I thought. Oh, so. I didn't hear about that. No, that sounds interesting. Were they trying to bring in a white audience, or were they no trying doubt, to... no doubt about okay. it? I mean, when they, I mean, because they had Shang Chi, who's clearly a, uh, an Asian, he's clearly Chinese, right? And so they bring in uh, Danny Rand, who can kick as much ass, right? And but he's white; he's like right. a blonde white kid, right? Right. But Shang Chi was brought in because he was part of the whole Fu Manchu world. Iron Fist is a much more brand new. Like, let's get in on the craze. Mm-hmm. He reminded me, in a lot of ways, of Tony Stark. Because he's the son of a wealthy and famous yeah. guy who he goes to a foreign land and he is in trouble there. He's trapped there. He develops his powers. And then he comes back to head the you know super rich corporation that his dad used to run. Only now he's doing it well, and he's secretly fighting crime at night. Right. So there's a lot of parallels with with Iron Man, I think. And he's, he's not also the most original character. And you know, eventually he did struggle selling issues in his own book. That's why they combined him with Luke Cage. Hmm. You know, and then they actually do kill off Iron Fist. Apparently, that was a really big deal. I don't remember reading that ever. But then they brought him back. Everybody was mad that they they killed him off. They killed him off in the 80s at yeah. the end of the Power Man and Iron Fist series. Yeah. But I had a thought about the Iron Fist Netflix series. Um, 
because I, I sort of think that Danny Rand is an interesting character without a good story around him. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think he's never really had a good story. Mm-hmm. But he's an interesting... Like, you want to like him. His costume is cool. He's got interesting powers. Like, he can summon his chi and make a, a you know, right. molten fist. But he's got this origin story that is... It's a really good... It's probably the best story for his character. Because mm-hmm. you learn how he becomes Iron Fist. But I feel like it's the story in the origin is such a letdown. Because the real enemy is just his dad's business partner and you know once you get past the origin story the villains are boring in marvel premiere and in iron fist and you know the backstory is all convoluted then they were selling badly yeah iron fist comics and at the same time power man luke cage comics were also selling badly and marvel was like "Eh, let's save them by making by putting the two comics together so they put out Power Man and Iron Fist, and they made him a team. And again, you're like, well, I like Luke Cage. I like Danny Rand. I like Iron Fist. Yeah. And now they're working together. Awesome. And yet, again, no interesting villains. The stories are not very interesting. It's all just the hope of, oh, these good characters getting together again. Then, when in the, in the 2000s or whatever, Iron Fist goes back to, you know, is... Um, Revived, right. and they give him to the best writers that Marvel has. They give him to Ed Brubaker and Matt Fraction. Right, and those those guys are great. Yeah, and yet, and so we read those stories, which is the Immortal Iron Fist, and I couldn't tell what was going on. At I know, all. I really I mean, the first they didn't make a lick of sense to me. I Boy, got I, I got confused immediately. Yep, yeah. uh, understandable. It's like a like a freaking Faulkner. Or <laughs> so I kind of feel like Netflix has an opportunity. To take this character that's cool and actually be the first to really come up with a story that that is worthy of the interest that people naturally have in Iron Fist. Well, one of the things that struck me again with the with the origin story it, it, in the originals that you gave me is that you know he he get he has the he when he becomes Iron Fist then he he's given this choice he can. He can eat the fruit of the immortal tree and stay in Kunlun for right. eternity. I love you or, so much for saying eat the... Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Keep going. Or it's really, he can go... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> she said it's amazing. <laughs> go on, man. This I have to, is, I have to go tell for him it. for my, for my Mary, no, I like this. Uh, Mary Jane debacle. But anyway, um, he, he can do that or he can... Or the you know it's going to be the one day in 10 years that, that the... Uh, Pathway is going to open up and he can leave and return to the real world. Right. The city of Kunlun, just Mm -hmm. as backstory, the city of Kunlun where Iron Fist goes to learn to be the martial artist is only someplace you can get to once every 10 years. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so he, so, and then he chooses to go back to the world in order to get revenge. And, you know, as a child, when they ask him, what, what do you want? He says, you know, I want revenge. And they said, we can't, that's not something that can be given as a gift. You, and hopefully these years of training is going to teach you uh, that revenge is not something that's that's going to actually give you any sense of self, any, any real, it's not really going to give you what you want. And so I feel like, ooh, that's really, you know, character-wise, that's really interesting. So here's this kid, you know, tragic figure, orphaned, you yeah. know, saw both his parents killed. 
and a la you know, Batman, right? <laughs> and wants you know to get back at the at the man who who did this, and yet, like he he has ten years of a of training to become he becomes this weapon, but it's also supposed to be this spiritual training that right. supposed to you know where he finds peace within himself, but he doesn't find it. Now he's gone back out in the. Now he's become weaponized, and he's gone back out into the world. And wh- I was left thinking, like, okay, what's going to happen when he gets his revenge? What is that going to teach him? And so I'm really hoping that the series deals with that. I hope the show is as good as what you just described, Carolyn Bost. Well, I feel like there's a there's a chance because the you know again, like I don't want to do any spoilers, but the the little part I play in it my character is sort of appealing to his, to um, Danny Rand's hum- humanity mm-hmm. to try to get him to see that what the corporation is doing is hurting people. And, um, you know, I think it's meant to be like this way in to sort of say like, no, you you know, it's more than just whatever, whatever mission you're on for your own personal revenge you can take this opportunity, you know, it's like, it's like Spider-Man, you know, you can, are you going to just, uh, be for your, out for your own, uh, for your own sense of, of justice, or are you going to actually, you know, help the world? Sure. I mean, the thing is in the seventies, when this has happened, there's a huge movement in the United States, and I guess parts of Europe, there's some kind of, uh, spiritual enlightenment pursuits mm-hmm, are mm-hmm, being had mm-hmm. you know so maybe some people reading the comics apparently a lot of adults were reading master of kung fu and were deeply into it more than kids were mm, because it's relating to that whole people are pursuing new ideas and a sense of enlightenment right and i think that's why it's in iron fist 2 and it's that's why in the kung fu tv show with carrying it's really about that mm. you know but nowadays I don't know if that's what they're going to pursue on Netflix, man, because we're not in a period. Right, really. and it is set now. It's right, set, it's you know, we're really it's... not in that period. Right, right now we're in a violent period. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting because, unlike the other Netflix characters, Danny Rand has visible superpowers. He not only can really, he's. I mean, there's going to be tons of fighting. Because yeah, like that's Daredevil. what they do, like yeah. Daredevil. Daredevil. But he's also got this superpower that, I mean, Jessica Jones kind of, she could sort of fly and stuff like that. Um, but he's got this special, you know, iron fist that he can use. And, and he, right. if they do the comics, he doesn't just live in New York City. He goes to a city that's right. Kunlun that is in some sort of astral plane or something. Right. That would be awesome if it really took the Netflix series and opened them up to a, a yeah, well, I, to a different place. Well, they're definitely taking the fight seriously because when I went to do looping... Mm-hmm. Um, what is they, looping? That's where you go and um, uh, if you need to correct a line oh, or something, you go and you watch and they and sure. they actually... What they did for me was... Um, what was nice is they actually added a little line when I'm off camera to kind of help set the scene. So, yeah. um, But when I went when I went to the studio... Uh, they had several rooms with mat with full mats, and people were just, you know, they were doing their, they were going through their martial arts pieces, right. and uh, and I know there's a lot of stuntmen, a lot of yeah. Well, there's scenes. and and the thing is, um, 
there's at least several women who are, you know, working in, you know, along with Iron Fist who are going to be doing. Uh, well, we're going to Misty Knight and Colleen, Colleen Wing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Can I go back to something you were saying at the very beginning? Maybe we'll bring it full circle. But yes. you were saying like how how exciting it is to have these um, these comic books, especially ones you know from way back now right. being like introduced to a new generation mm-hmm. through TV. And what I was going to say is that I feel like TV right now is in a really exciting place. Yes, absolutely. Like TV is like, I mean, there's a, there's a, first of all, there's a lot of playwrights who are now, who are now writing for TV because it's, it's a place where they can, where that's really celebrating writing in a way that I don't think it, it's been recognized for doing. And I feel like, What's particularly exciting with with comic books coming in coming into this new medium is, you know, back when they were, you know, back in the twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, when they were so popular, like that was the, you know, that was the medium was mm-hmm. the was comic books, and now for them to come into this most popular medium of our current culture with. Great writers, with great writers behind them, as opposed to you know they, they were pulp fiction before, exactly. and they're all sort of coming to their they're they're coming to fruition at a time when the some of the most interesting writers around are working in that medium. Exactly, I feel like it's a, it's a real like serendipity that you know that they're they're being reintroduced to this generation in this generation's. Um, you know, most popular medium. I got you. Let me ask a just a mm-hmm. sort of non-related question into the plot of the story. But like, you see how big it is for the fans. Mm-hmm. These shows. You're also working on Broadway with Mark Ruff- Ruffalo. Is it Ruffalo or Ruffalo? Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Do the people working on these shows who are playing these characters like realize like? what the people feel about these characters? Well, I I have to say, I mean, first of all, Mark Ruffalo is just like the most genuine, like sweetest, most down-to-earth guy you could possibly meet. And mm. he loves playing Bruce Banner. Oh, he does? And he, I mean, he really, he's, he, he loves it. He's proud of it. He, like, he's, you couldn't ask for a better person to play that part because right. he really, he has respect for it and he's thrilled when you know the fact that people are really invested in these characters like I feel like he takes that Mm -hmm. seriously and the guy uh, the actor playing Iron Fist too again I didn't discuss anything with him but Mm -hmm. I had a sense that there's a certain degree of service that Mm. you're performing wow to because it's so much bigger than you well Carolyn Boss, you've elevated the conversation in, <laughs> oh, in Grown Ass Men. We elevated all the way to the Kun Loon. Yes, I mean, you've, you've brought us to a level bridge where we're talking about Loon playwriting right and the, the, the artistry of television, so I appreciate you coming on. And we have high hopes for this show. Yes. I mean... Everybody should write in and say how much they love... My little day player character. Yes. Right. How much they want to see a whole arc. About Letter writing campaign. A whole arc. 
We're going to do that right along with like our Trump letters. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, everybody, do yeah. one for Netflix. And one for Trump. One to get right. rid of Trump. Yes. Right. But anyway, well, thanks for appearing on Grown Ass Men. Thank, Thank you so you much, Carolyn me. Boss. My mother will be so pleased. I know. We'll have. <laughs> she's going to be a guest at some point, I guess. I don't know what we'll talk about. Yeah. We must have Bernice Bowers. We'll, we'll have yeah. Bernice on. Yeah. Number right. one fan. Thanks, everybody. Good night, Bernice. Ciao, ciao. Grown Ass Men.